Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cup of Three. My name is Ashley. I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Mabel, as well as special guest, friend of the pod, uh, Jocelyn. Welcome. j Dog. <laughs> Jay Awesome. Aka <laughs> Jay Awesome. Yeah. Uh, as well as fiance and co-host, Agu. Um, so we are covering Married at First Sight season 12 right now, and we're here to talk about episode seven. How do you know if you are in love? So there has been a lot that has happened. I, I feel like I start the same way. I'm like, this episode has been a roller coaster. Let's break it down. Let's start with the big couple, Chris and Paige. Um, so we finally got to the D word in this rocky, rocky relationship. And so... <laughs> I guess I'll just open it up with Chris and Paige. So they're flying back from their honeymoon. Chris gets a flight to Chicago to get some time to think about the whole situation. And Paige goes and moves into their shared apartment by herself. And it doesn't seem like she really heard from him that much. And then she's going to talk to Pastor Cal. And then he shows up and shares all his feelings about what he's trying to do. Um and they also had that conversation that he wanted to have off camera and like off mic and everything, where apparently this is when he told her that he wants a divorce. So just this is wide open. How do y'all feel about this? Because they are, I don't even know where to start. Seriously. The fact that she like still held it together when he left, like she mm-hmm. was like, oh, I just want to give him space, you know, it, for me, it almost felt like this sort of denial where she knew, mm-hmm. you know, something was up but like in her mind mm-hmm. it's like avoiding that and just like and you know don't get me wrong there are good times and bad times to have that in mindset but i think hers was just bad it's it's unfortunate like if she was with the right person and she had that mindset that's perfect and that'd be that's what you want mm-hmm. in a marriage is just like you don't want that with chris like you need to they need to call it off at yeah. this point yeah. it's kind of like like i get unconditional love in the marriage but this in this situation it's like he didn't earn that Mm-mm. like he didn't earn that like level of all right i'm gonna forgive this i'm gonna give you another chance i'm gonna keep going i'm gonna keep trying it's like mm-hmm. why <laughs> yeah and it's been literally red flag after red flag with him or it's been like they get married and then uh he was like oh i'm not feeling like strong attraction to you and like saying he had a panic attack because of like them sleeping together the first few times despite him not feeling attracted to her. The best part, the best part is the panic attack was because he basically said he was a little bit tactful, but he basically called her ugly and had a panic attack because he was with her. It was So he called her ugly? No, he just said he's not physically attracted to her. And like, that's why mm-hmm. he had the panic attack. Exactly. Yeah. So ugly. <laughs> yeah. So, but, yeah. <laughs> but the whole thing being that like, yeah there's been like all of these things that have happened and it's just thing after thing and then it's like oh my ex-fiance is pregnant and like trying to decide what he's going to do and like just like switching up his approach with Paige constantly where he'll like mm-hmm. say something really hurtful and then come back and be like this is my top priority is this relationship and then he goes back and does something that doesn't match up with that at all so my thing with Paige is like what is the point of staying? Like, what is the good thing that you're seeing? Is it that just the potential, this imagined future where like things could be okay and better and like you found, you know, the good in each other and, and are fine, but like that doesn't exist now. 
so, so like, like why stay yeah like for me i was even thinking like does it and i don't know if like i'm there's a question does it come down to like her self-worth you know like mm-hmm. does she feel like you know this is where she's at and she just needs to make this work because i just feel like if i'm with someone and they tell me they don't find me attractive i'm like you know well, you're look like a cow. And then I, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, but then like to sit there and like, yeah. take that from the person you're married to yeah. that, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you are not attractive to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, then I guess, you know, I find myself attractive and I'm not going right. to take this. But the fact yeah. that she did kind of also showed me the behavior where towards the ending, it looks like if he did come back, she would, take him you know right. like she was ready for the drama yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah giving her the benefit of the doubt i'm hoping that it's just she finds marriage like she just does not want a divorce and as far as she's concerned you you get one marriage and that's it that's the hope i have um but if you feel that way, going on a show where you're going to be married to a random stranger might not be the best strategy. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. But, um, so this is going to sound weird, but most of this episode, I actually was a little bit proud of Chris, a little mm-hmm. bit, because he's been so hot and cold most of this season. And um, like right after the first episode, I was like, okay, he wants to go back with his ex. It seems like that's pretty clear. Go back to her. Don't don't string Paige along. Like if you want to go back with her, you you think you have a child with her, um, and I, I understand the idea of I want to. I know some people are against this, but I get the idea of I want to be there for my child, even if it's a bad relationship. Um, you could argue that's the like Nigerian way of looking at this. <laughs> some would say. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I think where I, lo- I, so when he like went to stay with the ex, when he uh, stayed in a separate place, I was like, okay, good. You're divor- you want to end this. He asked for a divorce. Good. When he did the whisper in her ear and said, I'm falling in love with you. That's when I, I was like, okay, so you're trying to play both sides here. That's not okay. Like if you're going to call it, call it. Mm-hmm. And move on like you have a child with this other person go take care of your child <laughs> go mm-hmm. take care of your child or or he might just be trying to optimize the opportunity he has to have both women in his life with a child all three of them living in kumbaya <laughs> just all having fun and taking turns sleeping with him like have we ever thought that maybe that is his dream <laughs> That is, that is what he wants. I, I was wives. talking about that when we were watching this the other day. I was like, it feels like Chris actually is polyamorous, but like because he's so religious, that's yeah. not acceptable. And so like he would be great with having multiple partners and doing all that. I think, though, he would fail at it because being polyamorous requires excellent communication and actual like consideration of other people's feelings. And like, we're not seeing any of those skills at all. (laughs) Like that can totally work and be fine, but you can't go into a monogamous relationship and then be like, Oh wait, I have this situation that just came up. Like, let's maybe rethink this. Or maybe like Like, a time share, you know, like each, each girl gets him for like half the year, you know, and he has it both. 
he's in love with her he's in love with the other one with the kid so like half of the year he's like you know father they like pay in you know so it's it's perfect you know like he's he's ahead of his time just like he's a business owner she's a cpa she could do his books uh i'm seeing i'm seeing the vision now he's ahead of the game you know (laughs) it's so it's funny you mentioned that like i uh have people in my family (laughs) i don't have a timeshare not yet um no um but i i have people in my family who are in said types of relationships well they're no longer alive but they were a great grandfather who had that but uh, like Ashley said, you have to be emotionally mature. You have to be a great communicator. He has none of the like. He can barely maintain one relationship. How are you going to do two? I just mm-hmm. I... exactly. He can't even be honest about it either. So like Pastor Kyle asks him, "So do you want to be with her because you want to be with her? You love her?" And he's like, "Um, next question, please." He's <laughs> like, "I'd rather not talk. I don't want to. I'd rather not talk about." Yeah, that. he kept saying that and then smirking, and then he was like. There was multiple times where Chris like wouldn't answer the question and was just smirking and like almost laughing, and Chris- and Paige is over there like heartbroken. She's upset yeah. and he's like thinks it's funny. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are you what are you holding back? Like what? Right. I was trying to read between the lines and be like, what's actually going on here? But I couldn't quite get exactly. there. Like it just seemed I don't know. Like the one smirk that he gave when Pastor Cal was like, why are you still sleep? Why did you still keep sleeping with her then? And he like avoided that question. I was like, clearly. He's just in it for sex. He's just like, hey, yeah. how can I get a booty right now and like make this like convenient because I don't really care anyways, and then I'll actually do what I want to do later. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. My guess when that came up was like, why? When Pastor Cal was like, why are you still sleeping with her if you're not attracted to her? And then he smirked. I was like, you're gonna make some stupid joke about her butt because he's been talking about her butt this entire <laughs> season like- that he mm-hmm. liked because she has a, a bigger butt and he like would not stop talking about it on their wedding day like with his friends like openly with like it was father. creepy it was weird too much like it was they bad full yeah. up who, who has that type of conversation with their parents still oh, weird to me mm-hmm. it was ter- like complete objectification of her oh, and yeah. like alongside like him not even really trying to get to know her as a person like this has been the chris show all along we're like it's like she's not an individual to him she's like mm-hmm. means to an end which is really messed up so what I wonder is like, so cause all this time he didn't come back and then when he came back, he didn't talk in front of the camera and all that. And then they're like with the pastor and she's talking with a pastor and all of a sudden he shows up out of nowhere. So for me it's like, okay, one, how did he get him to get come back into that room? <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. or did he willingly come back thinking he could try and get back with her again? Like, was that his ulterior motive? Why mm-hmm. he like whispered that in her ear to come back and do that? You know, and two for me was like, well, this thing about reality TV shows, like the music <laughs> that they keep playing as he's like walking it down the so I was like, oh God, is is this pastor gonna like go off on this guy? <laughs> is she gonna like jump she doing this gonna fight? Like- <laughs> 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 WWE, the bad guy like walks in to go on the stage, and it's yeah. the music. but they 
Got to have the camera on his feet walking, and then it slowly pans up, and it's like I don't want to see his washed out jeans. Like, come on, right. Right. Like too tight. Come on, they're always too tight too. They always way I too know. tight. I know he's got just weird style. Yeah. Sense. So my theory on that is, um, Pastor Cow was talking to, like they were both there. Pastor Cow said, "Okay, I need to talk to Paige first. So I can hear her side of the story. Can you leave?" And then he left because he was mic'd up, right? Like they, yeah. he has his makeup on. So clearly like there was some preparation for him. And then they asked, okay, can you come back? So that's my theory, mm-hmm. but he's so, st- I wanted to say stupid, but that's mean. That's he, true. <laughs> he could like, have we'll just straight it. up just uh, <laughs> like <laughs> allowed. <laughs> like, but maybe he thought he could just go in there and like sweet talk her, and then they'll be fine again. Like, I at this point, I don't know what's going on with his head. I don't know the arrogance of that. That he could think that after all of this, after asking, yeah. literally asking her for a divorce, he could just be like, "I think I'm falling in love with you," and then she would be like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> that was the reaction I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. Like, I when he right. said that, I was expecting her to, like pop off on this guy, <laughs> and she's just like. Like, don't do that to me. You know? <laughs> Honey, did we not just hear the same conversation? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't, don't do this. Right. Don't fall for it, please. No. <laughs> Her phone call, she was like, F this guy, F his oh, wife, no. F this woman. And then all of a sudden, it's, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, what? I'm like, I don't know. Should the producers like come into play and be like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just give her a little shake. Oh my gosh, the pep talk. Control yourself. (laughs) I'm forgetting the redhead long hair and the guy who like were like physically like attacking each other. Oh, Jamie and Beth. Jamie and Beth. Yeah. Yeah, So a few seasons ago, Jamie and Beth were like this vicious, violent like couple who just like throwing tables at each other. That sounds real healthy. Exactly. And then Pastor Kyle was like, I don't like, I don't support this. Like, I don't think it's great. And then we get to decision day. And they're like, yeah, we're going to stay married. And, and they're, all the experts are like, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and they're still together. They're actually kind of cute together now. Like, it's weird seeing how awful they started. Eh, I'm rooting for them. <laughs> Another thing with Chris and Paige that made me very concerned was when, when Paige was having her conversation with Pastor Cal, when it was just them. And they were talking about how, you know, like... Chris wasn't attracted to her, but they had sex and that it sounded like they had sex most days that they were together. And it's been like, what, 10, 10 days, almost two weeks. Um, And the two big concerns for me came up that one, they weren't using protection. And like, luckily she had just found out that she got her period. So like big relief there. But two, that she had said on their wedding night and like the, the first few days, especially that um she kind of basically felt kind of pressured to like have sex with him and like that she did technically consent but that she wasn't like really about it and um like just felt obligated because they were married so how did you how do you feel about that for for me that's like that's where i felt like that self-worth came into play you know Mm because i feel like you know when you're like, and then I might be wrong, but for me, I always feel like when your self-esteem is down about yourself like that, you know, you allow yourself into different situations that on a normal day, you're like, oh, you know, 
what am I doing? Or, you know, yeah. that's crazy. You know, like you deserve better than that. But like, you know, just that whole mindset of, oh, you know, this is, you know, like, oh, this is my husband. Maybe I am not as beautiful. Maybe if I have sex every day, then it, this will work out its way somehow. And maybe mm-hmm. if, you know, and maybe if I don't use protection, then we'll be closer and he'll see me as beautiful. You know, like all these things that I feel mm-hmm. like if you, you know, have your stance and you take your stance, you know, then you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to tolerate in my marriage. And this is what I'm not going to tolerate, but rather she was Mm -hmm. trying to tolerate almost everything in that marriage, you know, she was like trying to justify everything. Exactly. Like, like, so she even said that it should have been a red flag from the beginning when he said that he's like not physically attracted to her, but then she didn't listen to that. She like dismissed it every Mm -hmm. single time. She's like, no, maybe, uh, it's Mm -hmm. like, also, she's safe in terms of not having a child. She's not safe in terms of STI. I exactly. just that out there. Like, that kills me, where everyone just goes to that. I'm like, you just met this person. You don't know what... And clearly, clearly he's, he's been, been in these streets, like... Yeah. <laughs> so you I don't mean, know. Does, does the producer, do they, like... Even if they test him, Chris clearly was doing something with his ex during right. the whole thing, right. so... I, she's... We got the baby to prove it. <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh, they should totally do a Mari way. So apparently when they like come together later of like the ex-fiance, um, like Paige and Chris, like they're mm-hmm. talking about all coming together. Like we need some sort of like Mari, Jerry Springer <laughs> host. <laughs> I think that's going to be a very intense scene. I can't imagine in what world, why do we want to get these three people together? Like he already asked for a divorce. Exactly. It's done. Yeah. Let it be. And like, I wonder if it's like Paige does asking. I mean, this is clearly a preview, but I hope it's not Paige that's going to put herself in this situation that's going to even hurt her even more. Right, you right. know, like what good could come of it? Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you already have been disrespectful from him about him so many times now. He told you he wants a divorce. He told you he still loves sex. What more do you need from this meeting? There's nothing. You forget yeah. about he whispered. In- <laughs> You know, also, I hate to bring this up. Anytime a person says that, they're going to say something stupid and offensive. But (laughs) I do hate to bring this up. If he really is as crazy wealthy as he says, like there's a lot of there's a lot of basketball player wives who are with their husbands. I'm just saying. I mean. I'm just saying. I, just, I I don't believe it. I I think he's just exaggerating, because, like, he owns a subway. I, I don't know if we're even allowed to say that, but like, he owns a subway. Like, that's a good business. It's not, like, he's talking about spending four grand a month on takeout, going out, yeah. like mm-hmm. that. You don't make that type of money from owning a friend, uh, subway. Like, but uh, a subway code name for something like baking powder <laughs> or like. The cocaína. <laughs> That's his favorite way to say cocaine. Oh my God. And then he does cocaína. I do that every time. I mean, that's why he knows how to hustle his way into two women's lives. Like he, oh, oh. like so Williams. So this is Screen Rant. Um, ScreenRant.com. I googled his net worth, and there's this article saying that Williams has an estimated net worth of eight hundred thousand dollars. Okay, does that's that not mean that... like that's just what he has in the bank? That's not no. what he's making, and 
No net worth. No, so, so that's yeah, property. So that, but that's what I'm saying though. Is like that's not. Yeah. It's okay. not like that's the money coming in all the time. That's a fixed number, unless he adds to it, right? Yeah, that's so, like, not. That is a not rich enough. Significant amount be. of money, yes. Uh-huh. But if you're a business owner, that a lot of that's not. That's not your cash to blow. Like you've got to put that back uh-huh. into the business. You know, like you're not. <laughs> That's my whole thing with him is I don't believe that he's nearly as rich as he says that he is because he seems very hesitant to have anyone even close to looking at his situation. When Paige and Chris first met right after their marriage ceremony, she was like, yeah, I'm an accountant. And he was like, "Uh oh, like he literally stepped back and was like, had a concerned look on his face. And then like he's talking about how he's like, oh, I'm about to close on a house or whatever. And Paige was like, yeah, I own a rental property. That's like a, you know, passive income. And he was just like, Okay, cool, 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 cool. And then later, <laughs> later they're talking about, yeah. like, they're, you know, she says they got some money from the wedding, and he yeah. was like, oh, we got to split that 50-50. And she's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? We're married. Like, this is our money now. And then they some talk about the, 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 like, joint accounts things or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, nah, I think that should be kept separate. Like, I don't think there's That conversation separate. made me so mad. Like, he didn't even go in with the conversation of, like, what would you like to do with your finances? And even though he asked the question immediately as asking as soon as i asked that question he was like well i have a, a small little um problem or something like that i can remember what said but mm-hmm. he's like i have a small little issue um i actually don't believe in joint accounts and i was like no but i don't know i mean to each their own right like mm-hmm. you know i mean if right. you're an individual that believes that i mean there are some people that I mean, like I said, they they just got married, yeah. right? And you don't know how the other person spends their money yet. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you feel like you're not ready for a joint account quite yet, mm-hmm. you know, I can see that. Just like yeah. the fact that you're just getting to know this individual, you don't know if they're like gonna spend mm-hmm. it on stuff that you mm-hmm. wouldn't want them to just because yeah. it's both your money as of yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I mean, we basically have separate accounts uh i could say for ashley and i like we but we also talk openly about the money that we have what we make all this stuff yeah like you've seen yeah we both know everything there's like transparency there still and it's always on the table to talk about you know like Mm -hmm. if any of that ever changes we talk about it we just that's just an instinct now i guess in my so i do think there's a bit I think he's making this is we're we're just gonna go straight all into Chris now, but like I think he's making six six figures mm-hmm. that I believe, mm-hmm. and that's a like no insult to that's a good amount of money, mm-hmm. but that's not the way he talks because he has like all these designer clothes and things like that. Mm-hmm. You're making six figures, low six figures, I guess is the proper term. You can't afford all this this designer clothes that you've had and that makes that makes me concerned in terms of like maturity mm-hmm. like if you're buying the stuff because you have the credit card limit to do it but you don't actually have the you know the savings or the the income to do it mm-hmm. that's a red flag and then when we've seen all these other things that he's done mm-hmm. it makes me more likely to believe that that's the case yeah where we've had other people on the show who are also very, uh, who are doing well in their careers, but the way they talk about money, the way, like some of the richest people I know are so stingy. They are mm-hmm. like ridiculously stingy. Like 
multi multi millionaires and then they're like telling you to pay for the check you know and i'm like how am i paying for stuff you're the rich one you know yeah. you pay for lunch i'm not paying like yeah. A there's a different mentality exactly. <laughs> well that's kind of why i think like he was so adamant about like everything with the finance conversation with Paige. he's like i need 50 50 it's like no i need to make sure i can get every penny everywhere it's like make sure to keep increasing my net worth because when he talked about like he even made sure to throw a little comment in there she was like oh i think i made like a third of what you do he was like a quarter actually I was like rude first of all like that was unnecessary you guys and then, are a team now it's exactly. not you versus not the other person you guys are making such a big deal he's just correcting her math <laughs> 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 you don't want to be married to someone who does bad math it's she's an accountant <laughs> i like how we're laughing at this like this is such a train wreck and we're just it is and like i don't know like he kind of like there's a lot of ways like if he really did he, if he owns a subway franchise i don't i don't know if he like just invested in like a partial share of one i don't really know but like they're like they're like 50k they are really 50k subway franchise yeah oh. yeah like mcdonald's 10 is like a million subways are like there's still i don't want to insult like there's lovely businesses like not everybody has 50k or 75k but it's like just the way he talks about the money he has. I'm like, you don't have that level of money, man. Like, you don't. Mm -hmm. It's angering. It's yeah. So, in conclusion, Chris is the worst. Paige, <laughs> Paige, you need to do better. Paige, yeah. if you ever listen to this podcast, yeah. I want to say you are beautiful. You are such a good woman. You're independent. You're smart. You know math. Don't let no guy come up to you and correct you, the accountant. So what if you're wrong? You're the freaking accountant. Make yes. up your own numbers. Like, no. So no one married to an accountant. <laughs> I'm a mathematician and I can't do seven plus four. I can't do that quickly in my head. I'm afraid to even say the answer right now because I'm afraid it will be wrong. <laughs> so, Paige, you do you, okay? Don't let this idiot bring you down like oh. i hope you see this and i hope if you see this that you're done with him and not Seriously. married but if you are married with children with him then sorry i, I think we just stumbled across yeah. we just stumbled across a new podcast we need to spin off which is just jocelyn giving like pep talks to people like <laughs> 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 I'll be like, God, what's his, what's that guy's name? Like, um, oh, what's that? He's like, grr, grr. Um, oh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, yeah. Oh, but just do it. Buff. Just do it. Do it. Yes. That would be my entrance. All right. Also, the fact that I knew I like what it. you were talking about, <laughs> that's the same. I'm the same way. I say like two little things and then wait for the other person to I fill know. in the blank. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the one who is stands, and she's, she's like Lionel Messi. I'm like, yes, Lionel Messi, yes, the one. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, that's you, great. you get it. You get it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Like, I really hope that she doesn't stay with this dude. I hope. Or just she... see, like, even they keep like coming back. Like, what I worry about with what i've seen from Paige so far is that they may get a divorce and then we'll see them like he cheats on his fiance with her 
Or, like, he's still kind of, like, stringing her along, and they're, like, still hooking up, mm-hmm. even though they're not married. But she is the kind of person who still wouldn't, like, go off to be with somebody else because she's still emotionally invested, invested in Chris. Invested in him. Mm-hmm. You can do but yeah. her, her DMs are going to be popping after this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope so. And, and too, with her like being back in Atlanta with her friends and family, like we saw her friends were really, really great. And like her wedding when they uh-huh. first uh-huh. met Chris and they started seeing all these millions of red flags too. And they were like, hey, just a heads up. I heard him say this and all this stuff. Yeah. I think now that she's kind of back in her community and is like with them, that they will be a good support system to be like keeping an eye on her and making sure she's okay and hopefully giving her the same advice that we're trying to say is like just just leave him like it's not worth it he's not worth it i wonder because like right now she's only leaned on brianna for um advice really she probably hasn't even like filled in her home you know home crew basically of what's going on yeah yeah so i'm sure they have a lot of feelings about what she's going to tell them like (laughs) this is a lot yes this dude is not worth it Mm -mm. bye chris Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. Let's talk right. about Haley and Jacob. So we've got 80s guy. We've got a healthier relationship. Haley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they had this cheating accusation mm-hmm. that came up where, um, so the whole thing happened like the previous episode where Haley was like, they're at the hotel and she's like, we're going to have a girl's night. And then she goes away. And later Jacob goes down and he sees like her hanging out with literally everyone else. And like, it's just really awkward and um, they don't really talk about it. She like gets a separate seat on the plane back home. So she doesn't have to sit by him. Like, and then they finally talk once they're back at the apartment and are just like super upset. And he basically accuses her of like having a boyfriend, which like with based on what Jacob, but like this, it just completely blew up and it feels like they were struggling with chemistry from the beginning. Um, so what do you guys think about them? I mean, the fact that, I, I mean, like I said, this was the first episode I watched and out of nowhere, he's just like, you have a boyfriend back home. And I'm like, mm-hmm. didn't they just meet? How do you know she has a boyfriend back home? Like mm-hmm. based on what, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those things that he has his own insecurities and she's not very mature in some aspects of it that they're just yeah. kind of clashing with those two right now and mm-hmm. i don't know but what do you guys think i feel bamboozled um <laughs> great word <laughs> thank, you. thank you hoodwinked um led astray i just so last episode when he they did some great editing where it was just him talking about his perspective and i was like oh my gosh jacob you have like, like, I'm sure I called him a great communicator. I was like, you know, I'm very proud of how he addressed this. And then we hear her side of the story. And immediately I'm like, oh no, she's telling the truth. Like he, he's like reading into this way more than necessary. And then in the middle of the episode, he kind of goes in, he apologizes and says that this has happened to him in the past. And like, it's basically triggering him, um, which, okay, I get that, but he was like yelling at her. This is a person that you've met four or five days ago. That's how do you expect that to build like just straight up yelling at a person, calling them a liar, calling them uh, high strung, calling like just you don't know her that well. If you go, we're married for 20 years. 
fine. Even that, I think, is not okay. Five days ago, and you're accusing her of all this? It's not. It's not going to work. Um, I do think, though, on her side, we've seen this in other seasons where people who haven't been in a relationship for a very long time come on the show, and it's very difficult. So Greg and Diana is a couple who she hadn't been in a relationship for seven years, I think, also. Or maybe eight, and then was, was on the yeah. show, and she needed a lot of time. Like she didn't like to hold hands. She didn't want to um, PDA. Like she basically just needed time to open up. And um, I think that requires a certain type of personality to be fine with it. So um, I'm probably more on the Jacob side. I'm a very huggy affectionate person so that would be hard for me personally to to take but if you are taking this seriously you gotta it's your partner you gotta work with what you have there and and try to come to a compromise and he's not really doing that so i think he's wrong i think she's wrong too but um overall there is no way they're staying together like i could put <laughs> anything on that <laughs> putting bets <laughs> I, I agree cause like it yeah. seems like um, cause she's the one that was single mm-hmm. for seven years right and it seems like she has to kind of learn how to exactly. you know be in a relationship but from what I heard with Pastor Cow um, mm-hmm. it almost seems like she's already put off by him just from that comment that right now she's kind of using that whole single for seven years as an excuse not to be any you know not to be attracted to him emotionally anymore because like that already turned Mm -hmm. her off so it's Mm -hmm. one of those things that you know if they can't you know if she can't deal with that then there is no need to proceed anymore like that clearly was a big red flag for her and she just shut down like she Mm -hmm. said and how do you recover from that yeah you know and yeah, how do you sort that through? Exactly. And I feel like they finally got really honest with each other, which was great. I wish they would have done it in not a screaming match. But, like, she was literally, like, saying that, you know, for the first couple of days, she was just, like, kind of completely overwhelmed and was sort of going through the motions. And it seems like during that time, he felt like they were really connecting and it was, like, going really well. Yeah. So as the days progress and she's just like, hey, this is just a lot. Like as she gets to know him, she was saying like basically the things she started to learn about him were just things she didn't like. And then she started to pull away and he's like, wait, what happened? You're like mm-hmm. kind of pulling away and things were going fine in his eyes. <laughs> and then like they end up in this place where like he's getting more and more insecure about it. And then like his old baggage comes up of like, this is what's happened before where like, it sounds like Mm -hmm. he was in really bad situations where like he was dating someone and they were married and he didn't know, like that kind of stuff is really rough. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so like, it's, there's a, there's a level of self-awareness in both of them, but I don't feel like they're actually making good attempts at like coming together. It feels like they're both in like self-protection mode Mm -hmm. instead of like really caring enough about the relationship and the idea of this marriage to, try to attack it as a team of like it's us versus the problem rather than it's me versus you Mm -hmm. and so that's where i'm like yeah i don't see that i don't i definitely don't see them like have that instinct to be like let's try to fix this Mm -hmm. it's just like Mm -hmm. you hurt me in this way so i'll 
do whatever I gotta do. Right. Right. So like you can't yeah. run. And it like they give me the impression of being the couple just like going through the motions. Like, all right, we have these activities to go to, let's go to dinner, let's, you know, answer the questions that the producers are giving us. And he maybe is seeing it as like there's not anything bad going on, there's nothing here, but she is like internally checking out she's like to herself she doesn't want to be emotionally invested obviously he's not going to see that because it's all internal i mean i think her expression kind of does give it away sometimes of like how bored she is with him (laughs) but like and then it just like blows up with this accusation about having a boyfriend back home and she's just like well you're gonna make that i'm gonna find a different seat on the plane well you're gonna be like you know it's like you can sleep in the guest room and i don't know how it happened but like it's just, like you said, it's like an excuse to now be like, well, I've already not wanted to be in this, but now you gave me a reason to not be in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I like I know that they're married, and that's the thing they, we talk about on this show a lot, but, like, this is, like, date three, <laughs> essentially, and I don't know about you, but if I was on date three and the person is just going off and accusing me of stuff, like, I'm there's no date for what I don't know you that well like I'm good I'm fine I like it's so I don't I I understand why she would pull away um I just so I I don't want to like blame her and I don't want to really blame him either I think he like he apologized that's good he's like he realized Mm -hmm. what was happening um they just aren't for each other and doesn't feel like it like i don't know if i think sometimes because his whole thing about like i want to be married before i'm 40 and i don't know if like you don't have to be married like there's this weird thing that everyone feels like they have to be in a relationship like some people are probably better not being in one and like he strikes me as that i hopefully that's not a mean thing to say and she kind of strikes me like that too. Like she has her group of friends, she has her people. Their lives are pretty established. I just, I don't know. I don't see. Or at the very least, maybe not the people to do this process successfully. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's a, yeah. a rigidity in the way that they're thinking about everything that I think, like you, you're getting thrown in completely blind. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be okay with rolling with the punches. You have to be mm-hmm. okay with being like, all right, dude loves neon signs. Like, <laughs> cool, bring, bring one. <laughs> like, <laughs> like negotiate. You, you're right, renegotiating right. your whole life, you know, yeah. and you're trying to find how they fit together. So mm-hmm. it's like, you just got to pay attention to what's actually important. Mm-hmm. Like, her whole neon sign thing, I agree. I would hate a neon sign in my house. Oh, but if, like, what? I'm trying to make a relationship work, <laughs> Why? Okay, let's do it. Right. Oh, uh-oh. Are you trying to neon sign? <laughs> What? what does your what does your house look like? I'm is, is there eighty what? Is there eighty stuff? You mean all houses don't have like eighties theme everywhere? What? <laughs> Y'all don't have a neon sign in your It's a neon welcome. Yeah, you, you got you have the one I have the one on the floor. You know, I mean don't step on it, you get electrocuted. And then like you yeah, have of course. The living room, you know, hanging over the TV. So you can't even see the TV because it just like reflects on there. So you just kind of watch the sign. Like I'm surprised y'all don't have this. Like this is. Stuck. You gotta get with the times. Yeah. You gotta get with the '80s. '80s is back, y'all. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I do not get his obsession with the yeah, 80s. Long, I, I yeah. was like, yeah, that's too much. Mm-hmm. And, like, even yeah. then, like, so what? Yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal where she's, like, she was, you said this too, like, she was very judgmental with the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. he has this weird, like, obsession with the 80s. And and then Virginia said this too about the planes. Like, there's planes everywhere. The dude's a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what you want. Like, Everyone has their thing. Exactly. You know? yeah. 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 I think she's already made but, up her mind. Yeah. I think the fact, like, she's just looking for excuses now yeah. to just kind of keep going with it. But like, like you said, you know, if it was someone that you were really interested in, you would mm-hmm. be like, oh. 80s, that's cute, but don't you think that's a little too much, right. honey? You know, kind of exactly. laugh at it rather than like exactly. talk with the pastor and like he has a neon sign and it's a red flag. It's a red flag, you know? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What's the red flag? And then you know, like when I see yeah. when I see a neon sign, that tells me this person's like out there to kill my dog. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what a neon sign like reflects as a red flag. Or I, I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned the dog. Yeah. So we have to, we have to talk about. <laughs> I know, I know. Ashley was gonna say this, but the the slow motion they had when the the dogs were meeting each other and how he like jumped in and like my hero. Like, was like, this like a Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout, I was just looking at that corgi. Like, oh, it's a cute corgi upset. Oh, also, it's just like that is the literally the worst way to have dogs meet each other if they're going to be living in the same place. Mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to do that in like a neutral space that they're not mm-hmm. going to be sharing together. Like mm-hmm. you should be outside and both on leashes, and like you go for a walk together, and then you go to like a yard space where they can mm-hmm. like run around, Sometimes. and then eventually you go inside. Like you don't just like. <laughs> bring them in shove two of them into a closet and then take one out and just be like do you like each other like it's just you can't and be like why aren't they liking each other it's so weird in what world would that work but like let's i want to be honest i did not know like when ashley was saying this i was like oh that makes sense Oh, that makes sense. Of course, you want them to meet on neutral ground. I know. You I want didn't them to... know that either. Like, I mean, she's saying it now. I'm just like yeah. nodding my head, like, "Oh, okay, that's next." <laughs> no, I feel like for a guy who has three dogs, maybe that could have been something he thought through. Like, yeah, he should have thought through that. That works. But I, I wonder if for I think that when she saw that they didn't get along with each other, that felt like the like final straw. She's like, "Oh, even my dog doesn't like you." You can oh. see the like red flags reflected yeah. in her eyes that she oh, was yeah. seeing. <laughs> I mean, did she clearly say that, you know, her dog comes first, like mm-hmm. when she was holding her own dog yeah. and when they brought it to mm-hmm. the apartment, like to her, she's already like, that's her baby. So, right. yeah, you know, sorry, like, Courtney. And- <laughs> Chloe, yeah. I kind of, I kind of, like, I, I had cats growing up, but I kind of get it. Like, when hmm? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just stunned. Aren't you Nigerian? I know, my. There are some people. There are some people in my family who like refuse to even like be around the cat. They're like, I know. I was saying that is a very good security system for Nigerians. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're in Nigeria and you have a cat in your house, I don't think anyone will come and rob. (laughs) Just like put up front, be because it's a superstition, right? You know, yeah, because of all the superstition and stuff. This Mm -hmm. last Mm -hmm. oh yeah, like 
<laughs> oh, the best part was like like at night and its eyes glow. Oh. If a Nigerian sees an eye glowing cat, mm. it's over. It's over. Oh, yeah. Like holy water is being brought, yeah. pastors are being brought <laughs> yeah. in, I evangelists read. are that being brought in. Happened to me. I went yeah. to a friend's house the first yeah. time I saw a cat, and I was using the bathroom and I opened the door and it was dark and all I see were these in my head red eyes. I quickly closed the bathroom door. I like sit on the floor praying to God that this cat hasn't done. I don't even know what my imagination just took over. I'm just like, maybe those red eyes have already like gone into my soul now maybe. and it's melting. I don't know. <laughs> Eventually, I think the cat got tired of waiting for me by the bathroom. And as soon as the cat's it like, I'm waiting for the bathroom. I need to use it. <laughs> The litter box. I ran out to my parents and they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, 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 totally. They're <laughs> like, call the priest. We got really <laughs> but, but like, now that I have dogs, uh, or we have dogs in our lives, um, like, it's, it'd be very awkward to be with a person who doesn't like dogs. Like, they're such a big part of your life. It's... yeah. I think especially when yeah. you're single though and you have a pet like that's that's your roommate you know like oh, <laughs> you're caring baby. for them mm -hmm. that's your buddy and yeah. that was like when Agu and I first started dating it was just me and I just had Finn back then mm. and like the I think it was second date you wanted to meet Finn and he brought like a, a toy for Finn as like an Aww. offering of like, here you go. Mm -hmm. I want to date your mom. Tried to bribe <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> very cute. smart. Right. Did you bring truths to like throw in the other right. room? The I'm Nigerian. I'm Nigerian. I was like, I got to get good with the, <laughs> no, like she mentioned it. She mentioned he's a, he's a retired Greyhound and like, Retired racing greyhound. Retired racing greyhound. He's not retired from being a greyhound. That's. I was gonna say, how does that work? <laughs> He's a corgi now. <laughs> I'm now a corgi. <laughs> uh, but like, just I've never seen one before, so I started researching them, and then like found a toy that like apparently was like better, so I ordered one, and then so like it was a whole it was a whole Second thought date, process. This guy. Yeah. But, uh, we had a good first date though it was just, i was like oh this is this is nice this is, mm -hmm. this is good mm -hmm. um once you guys were buds i was like oh this will be fine <laughs> see he knew yeah. he planned ahead of time he knew that the way to your heart was through your your puppy so he was like my toy you know i gotta get the right mindset like you know i gotta get, you gotta this get ready dog first so <laughs> that's what people need to understand to get the girl you gotta get the dog first like yeah. the dog like in the mirror you know <laughs> practicing what to say to the this. dog hi hi nice to meet you sir i promise <laughs> So My just I was from laughing. Right? I feel like that was that was dead end. Once I saw that, I was like, "Oh, they're definitely not staying together. No. Like that's over." Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, it's just a matter of time. I, I hope she just she says it out first rather than them waste each other's time and keep doing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what we say every season because there's always people who just drag it out, and it's like, eh, I don't think you, I don't think you guys have your heart in the same. Maybe for the game too. Like we were talking initially, like there are some people who just legit will 
you know, knowing mm-hmm. you're on a reality TV show will just keep going just to, okay. you know, yeah. get that check mark on your Instagram, check mark on your TikTok, and just mm-hmm. make more money with endorsements. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like that uh, Cardi B song, "Do Anything for Clout." Do anything. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. But so you're that's Cardi the first B thing. Fan. Okay. I listen. I listen to. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Brianna and Vincent. Yeah, Brianna and Vincent. Happy couple, mostly. Yeah, overall, they seem to be doing well. Um, We hit a snag with them where it seems like they were just having this moment when they moved into their place where Vincent, like, opened some champagne. It was in his backpack, and he opens it right away, expecting it not. That just made me frustrated. I was like, of course it's going to explode. (laughs) It was in your backpack, Vincent. But, um... (laughs) He opens it up, it spills on the floor, so they're cleaning it up and stuff, and he got, like, some champagne on his shirt, and she she made some comment about, like, classic Vinny or something mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm, that he, mm-hmm. and you could tell he was, like, really irritated by that, and so they have the little champagne, and they do the cymbal crash, like, five times as they're, like, looking at each other, sound effects, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. later, like, they get into this whole fight, and he leaves, he straight up leaves, because he feels like he's been disrespected, so, mm-hmm. like, what... <laughs> What do you think? That has to be something pent up, though. Like, I think so. I just feel like he sucks at communicating, like, big time. And he just keeps taking it until, like, and he said it to the pastor. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, he, like, it comes out and, you know, he, like, it fires up or something. Mm -hmm. He... But he needs to communicate because she is trying. Mm-hmm. She is literally trying to mm-hmm. get him to talk and like find out more. Exactly. But he is so vague. Like he's a, he was just avoiding what is wrong. Yes. You know. And, I mean, this is like something that he keeps trying to avoid, though. He mm-hmm. keeps trying to be like, no, I'm not that. Like, like I'm not that explosive. I don't get anything like that. Because even at their wedding, his exactly. family said that. Like, yep. hey, he sometimes blows up. And he was like, took offense to that. He's like, what? They said that about me? No, that's so not true. And then we see this example of like where he acted, like doesn't know how to handle it. He would rather be on cloud nine and like pretend like there's nothing like negative there. And so that's it right. builds up to the point where he's just like, I'm gonna walk out. Bye. Mm-hmm. Like no reaction, no mm-hmm. nothing. He's just like, I'm gone, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And it's just painful because like you can see that she was legit trying to fix like she was struggling to do what pastor was do was trying to do like he's like oh i want respect and pastor's like okay what does that mean yeah he's like oh like be specific yeah he's like you know what i mean and pastor's like no what do you mean you know i don't (laughs) yeah i was like what's an example he's like i shouldn't have to give examples and like yeah, you kind of do if you want to communicate effectively. You should like, know what you mean. Like, mm-hmm. What does this respect look like to you? I know. It's like all these guys will be saying like, oh, does she expect me to read her mind to know that she wants me to take out the trash? Well, the exact same thing, Vinny. Do you expect her to read your mind to know that popping <laughs> champagne is disrespectful? Like, you know? <laughs> champagne Vinny, as they call him on the show. They literally called him that in a previous episode. Uh, <laughs> poor guy yeah. i but think yeah, he just oh um i hopped in there you out you were gonna like set it up and i just hopped in um i just i think he was so my initial reaction was he opened up the champagne he thought he was going to be like a very cool suave thing it went off he was embarrassed 
very much you could tell like he got all red and it's weird seeing a melanated person be able to get red so much and just, <laughs> my, my my brain is having a hard time computing that but um i think he got very nervous and very embarrassed because this happened on camera and then she said that comment which like i i didn't see how that was disrespectful but i think he was already in that headspace so her then doing that um in his head he interpreted hmm, i mispronounced that word he he took that in differently i'll say that mm -hmm. instead um i think I, i'm starting to be i'm worried that this is like he's having problems with self-worth and like he's insecure about something. Can you give an example of that? <laughs> of, why, of why I think he's insecure. <laughs> so I have a theory, but like it's too early and I there's nothing to prove my theory, but there, I mean, I throw theories out all the time, so why not? But I think he's mentioned that he is pursuing his passion. Like he, he's, he left something to go into business, which is very hard and and I, um, I'm rooting for the guy. Like, I think he will do well in it. But I think he's a little insecure about that because he mentioned his previous relationship. They broke up because she wanted him to have a nine to five and he wanted to do his business, which, you know, okay, fine. But like everything, like when he goes off, it's when she, he thinks that she's calling him stupid. Like, it's always that. It's always stupid. Like the other time when she made a small comment, he's like, are you calling me dumb? Like, she no she did not say that she didn't call you dumb like um and that's hmm. my concern um yeah it's a triggering yeah. thing and and like she's a smart she's awesome like she is uh she's got a lot going for her right and i think that can be if you're already feeling a little intimidated a little insecure that, like that's not on her that's she's done nothing wrong in this situation and um sometimes stuff like this maybe it's just timing like mm -hmm. like it's okay to feel insecure early in your career that's why mm -hmm. a lot of people aren't in long-term relationships early in their career so like i'm not accusing him of that but that's my mm -hmm. yeah that's, that's I completely my instinct agree. i think he yeah. I think he's really telling us in a roundabout way through like his actions, what he's responding to of like what his biggest fears are. Actually, I think this is true for everyone. Mm -hmm. Jacob is telling us that his biggest fear is that he's going to be with someone who's not being faithful to him. Mm -hmm. Haley's telling us that her biggest fear is being stuck with someone she doesn't actually like that much. Mm -hmm. Paige is telling us her, you know, biggest fear is divorce. <laughs> Chris's biggest fear is not having all his options open all the time. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. And I think with Vincent, we're seeing his biggest fear is that his partner thinks he's dumb and thinks that he's not worth while and you know, not worthy, you know, just as a person, just for mm -hmm. being who he is. And I think he has this really high expectation of himself to be like the man that he, like this perfect guy who like makes all the money, who's going to be... Um, the provider for the household who's going to be holding it down be like completely able to handle anything all the time and all this stuff and it's like it's way too high a standard like 
have goals and aspirations, but also like you are human and you are now in a partnership with exactly. a, a great person who you get to balance all these things with. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think you're like right on that. It's just, he's insecure about these things and Brianna, he's not going to say that. So he's reacting in a way that it's like, oh, you're confirming that you think that I'm stupid. That's how he's interpreting that. And she's just like making little jokes and like mm-hmm. not realizing that it's like hitting on all these things. It's almost like that that could have happened and she could have just said, I like you a lot. I think you're super smart. I think you're really ambitious. I think you're cute. I like that we, you know, and like just give that affirmation that like she's into him and she's there, but they couldn't even get to that point because he left and he wasn't able to talk about it. One thing, so like I definitely think there's a part there that is a trigger for him based on past experience in the relationships of like mm-hmm. before... I knew someone didn't like this upper, like this idea of going to be an entrepreneur, someone so close to him, like his partner. Mm-hmm. And that made it fall apart. And then you telling me that so Vinny of you, when I made a mistake, it sounds like Vinny is a mess up. It is a screw up that just makes mm-hmm. mistakes. And like that's yeah. that I think is part of the trigger. Um, I also think that um, there's also a bit of a, of a cultural aspect that led up to that. So um i I talk about this with my hispanic friends too and um some of them being dominican as well and especially in the dominican culture and other hispanic cultures like we care a lot about what other people think about us and so and we talk about it like at family events we talk like it can be something like i got a tattoo and like my uncle or or, like my aunt or something like that would be like like i don't like you know like like, something that happens that's like out of the norm in the family Mm -hmm. it's like why where'd you do that what and it's like this almost like seeking approval, but because you're being, you know, like almost shamed of being anything out of the norm. And that can be like on a religious aspect. Like if you live with a partner, um, that can be like, if you don't speak the language very well, or if you don't speak it fluently enough, um, if you like live in the country, like versus like living on the island, it's like, and there, I think there's parts of that, that maybe led up to the show because first, getting married at first sight is not a Dominican thing. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> like any kind of arranged marriage is not, oh, I don't even think like it's any Hispanic culture thing. I don't like know of any Hispanic cultures that have like arranged marriages, but please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and then he's Send the emails to television, please <laughs> subscribe to the link. Just kidding. <laughs> Comments. Oh, <laughs> her phone number is... <laughs> No, but then, like, I also think that because he's being put on national television to go through yeah. all this, it's just, like, hyper-focus of these, um, of these, like, examples he's been through, through culture to say, you have to worry about what other people think about you. Mm-hmm. And that goes in every little thing you say, how you act, what you do, where you are, how much you make, what job you do, and it's like, it, the list goes on and on. And so I think there's already part of that we already saw with him because he hasn't been he says that he is just a person that's not very direct and that Brianna is a little more direct than him. But like, I don't fully buy that. Like he mm-hmm. seems to be the kind of person to try and that he's trying to put on this like best version of himself, but it's a little bit too forced on the show. And now he's like, has this comment he didn't like that she said that could have been handled like hey babe like i didn't like that i know you probably didn't mean anything by it but like to me it like it didn't come across very well he could even say like 
because like I'm a sensitive person I would I would use the word sensitive in there I'd be like hey I'm a little sensitive to comments like that um and so he may just didn't know how to handle it and so he just like let it fester let it fester and I just said you know I don't want someone to disrespect me and so it just like let it fester let it fester until like blow up walk away don't want to do with it I'm done yeah yeah that's a lot of pressure sounds like he's putting on himself yeah I do I also wonder so like clearly you see uh my our dynamic Ashley and I's dynamic where like we're jokey we'll like we're very light um I've seen other like relationships where like they do not joke around they do not joke around with each other like they'll talk about other people but with each other it's like oh you're awesome you're like I I think that's a dynamic too that maybe he's accustomed to like she can only say like the way he talked earlier in the season where he was like yeah I think she's the most amazing person I like he was it like if he was saying so many like cliche perfect things that I thought it it felt fake but I don't think Mm -hmm. he was being fake I think like that's yeah. the way he dis- he expresses love is he's mm-hmm. a lot more vocal in that sense and she's more like in my family like it's we like we'll make fun of each other constantly and like the the goal is like if they're talking about you you got to like turn it on somebody else and then everybody will start talking about that person and then that person will have to turn it on someone else Yeah, it's such a tough skin, though. It does, yeah. And, like, and it's, like, not mean. It's kind of mean, but it's not mean. It's, like, a joking type of thing. But if Mm -hmm. I was to do that with certain people who aren't used to that, like, they would, like, they would Mm -hmm. be so caught off guard and so surprised. And I wonder if that's what's going on with him. Like, little things like, oh, hey, you're late here again? Like, you know, you say that to me. I'm like, ha, yep, you got me. You say that to someone who's like very sensitive about that. They're like, oh my gosh, are you saying that I'm late? What? How dare you? But like that's also like dress. the relationship that you and Ashley have like created. Like you already set that standard there. Where it's like, hey, if you do it in yeah. this way, I'm not going to take offense to it. You know, like I'll speak up or I'll, like I'll let you know when it does. And it's like you two have come to that understanding. You know what I mean? It, that took communication though, obviously, to get there. I think the true test, Agu, is for you to pop open a champagne bottle. <laughs> and then Ashley, you come out of nowhere being like, oh, I go a gooing around and like, and then just have someone around going around in here. Yeah, she has, like, like, she has done far worse. I have done far more embarrassing things in front of her. She, she has like a, like, she will constantly report me to her best friend when I like mispronounce words. <laughs> Like, can I please tell them the last one? Please. <laughs> you could say it. You could say like, it. Already... My favorite one mm-hmm. so far has been he was going to say macroeconomics and he said macroeconomics like the fish. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I got to oh, write no. this down. And then texts it. And I literally text Caroline and I'm like, you need to hear this right now. Because <laughs> her partner does the same thing and we just share them back and forth. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But like, <laughs> Like, I'm fine with that. And, like, I, and, like, that's the way my family is. Like, my mom, my dad, like, everyone, my grandma will be like, will joke around about how this grandkid is dumb. And, like, if, like, if you're not used to that, 
you're gonna yeah. feel we'll talk shit on anyone <laughs> but it's like one of those things like in the nigerian community that's like okay the family can say this you know like I can but other people my mom, can't like, joke about yeah. it and my mom can literally look at me and be like so that's what you're gonna wear and i'm like mm-hmm. oh what's wrong with it and then like just like oh, that shirt you know why is there op- why is it torn over here like is that a fashion style that's useless what's the point you know what's the point of that rip over there and you know stuff like that but like if it's someone outside the family that wants to be like oh you know your mom is i'm like Mm-mm. Nope. exactly no nope. that's right Mm-mm. that's right you know and there's people that are the opposite you know they'll like joke about their family outside mm-hmm. of the family but then when yeah. they're in the family they're like you know they don't they don't try to make them feel Mm -hmm. i guess down if they think they're sensitive but and i think it's like i Mm -hmm. think you're right sometimes it is a culture thing you know Mm -hmm. like even Mm -hmm. um you know there are different times like my friends will like hear what my uh, parents or family members would say and they're like oh that's so hurtful i'm like huh really (laughs) 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 and then there's one of those things that i'm like oh you know like i would now like use it back on my parents like well my friend said that you said something really mean to me i bet that works really well and they're like really oh yeah we're gonna go here yeah Yeah. (laughs) every time i Every time I did that as like a young kid, they'd be like, "Or are these Nigerians? Oh, they're not, huh? So don't mm-hmm. tell me what how they should we should behave." I'm like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think too, just how like this part of you know a family dynamic is different in different cultures. It's also how love is expressed oh, yeah. is different in different cultures. Mm-hmm. Where like, you know, in in some families, like my family, the way that people like show love like is just that quality time. So like trying to see each other and you know we always eat and like have a big meal and everybody's like cooking special dishes and stuff like that but you can also like like you're you're kind of like doing both where it's like give someone a hard time but you're also like showing care for them in another way and so it's also like learning to read those things as this is a love language in itself and i think that's a conversation that would really help Mm -hmm. brianna and vincent understand where they're missing each other because i think Maybe from Brianna's perspective, she's like, I'm being like flirty and jokey with him. And he thinks it's just her being disrespectful. And so she's trying to show love and, you know, care. And he's not reading it as that. So she probably feels a little rejected, too. Because it's just like, I thought everything was fine. I thought I was doing a good job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that it's different for different people. Like I, I had a, not a roommate, acquaintance where like his partner would call her bruh. Like, she would say, hey, brah. And I'm like, if my partner was like, brah, get over here, I'd be like, who the hell are you? Like, it's just weird. <laughs> it's weird. Like, you don't want to hear that from your part. Like, like, no, you know? Or like, bro, come over here, man. Like, I don't want that from my partner, you what? know? <laughs> hmm? I am stunned. Weird. What? You don't oh, you're want your partner? You're like, bro, come check this out, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro dinner's ready bro yeah bro this tastes delicious bro thanks bro wanna get intimate bro yeah bro bedroom or living room hell yeah bedroom bro let's do this bro yeah bro and like high five before you go oh, no. like isn't that a normal relationship i i it was for them, and I was just like, yeah, this, I'm glad this works for you guys, because, like... Oh, this is going to be a new joke with us now. <laughs> oh. Sure, bro. 
Mm-hmm. What do you think? Hey, now? bro, you want to go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's way, it's way too late. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but what do you think now is going to happen? So he left. Like, he decided to, I don't know if he's going to like spend the night at his own place or where he's going to go. But, like, he left mm-hmm. the apartment. What do you think is going to mm-hmm. happen? I think he, I think he will come back. Okay. I think he'll come back. I think even the, even like the film crew were kind of like, what the hell's going on when he was like walking out yeah. of the room. So I think someone's going to mm-hmm. talk to him mm-hmm. off camera. And yeah. I think he will come back and try and maybe talk it through. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think though. But again, I just met the guy. This is my first episode. So <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like he just needs a minute to like think about everything. I don't know if he's really had enough a lot of time by himself That's since the fair. start of this. Yeah. And so it could be that he just needs to like be in his own place for a couple hours or maybe the night. I I I just I wish he would have been better about how he framed that. He could have mm-hmm. just been like, "Hey, I'm just really overwhelmed. We're cool. I want to still work on this, but I need some time." I'll be back in the morning or something at this time. Like something like that where it's not just like storming out and like there's kind of no information about if or when he's coming back. Like that's really scary and puts Brianna in a bad spot. Um, But they, I mean, I would certainly hope they talk about this because it's Mm -hmm. just, it's not going to go away. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely team them. I forgot their names. Brianna and Vincent. Them and them. (laughs) Team them all But a big fan. Yeah, big fan. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm rooting for them because they're the only one that I was like, you guys are definitely staying together. And now there's some trouble in paradise. Like, if they're not together, they this might be a zero out of five season where like (laughs) none of the couples stay together. No, no hope. Um, Always says this. Just it's uh, it's probably Eric and and uh, Virginia. Virginia. They might stay together. Mm, I wouldn't bet my money on that, though. So. Yeah, but, like, they seem... This is going to be mean. I swear I'm not a mean person, but they seem, like, gross annoying enough that they're going to like each... Like, they just both annoy me, I think, and <laughs> that seems like the type that, like, stays together, where you're like, oh, you guys are gross, but you're gross together. Good for you. Um, it's like, you're bad? Oh, I'm bad, too. Hey. All right. We yeah. Can make- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like Kim and Kanye. It's like you guys are both annoying, but you're annoying together. So good job. Well, now they're divorcing. They're but... not, I was gonna say yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comment all corrections below. <laughs> Next week they're back together again. <laughs> right. right. In that case, we know the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, like. I, I hope that they can get their communication, like, you know, kosher, they can be honest with each other, open up and have that, because, like, right now, it's a lot of avoidance for them, and that, I think, that, I think is very dangerous to, like, avoid conversation altogether. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, I mean, I think you're right, like, he's just been thrown into this thing, like, hasn't been by himself for the whole week, and, but, I mean, not sleeping at your place... Yeah. yeah not you know there's not a trip here there's not a business trip you're not leaving but, like you just are not sleeping with your spouse that night like she i think could take that as like like whoa you're not gonna you know come home at night disproportionate like, you don't want to exactly. sleep on the couch i mean Something. there's a couch mm-hmm. right 
Well, they give them a two-bedroom apartment, so you can like that's what Jacob and Haley did. They were in separate bedrooms. They're still mm-hmm. in the same space, but you know, mm-hmm. like that's a step where you don't have to be in the same room together. You can think like. I just don't think leaving was necessary, but I don't think he had a better option. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you just need yeah. a couple minutes, you know, go get some fresh air, kind of cool down, and maybe back. I don't know. He'll learn. Yeah. He'll learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like they can't fix it. This is something yeah. fixable. Yeah. Also, Buttons is just living the best puppy life back there. We can hear squeaky. We can hear the squeaky toy. It's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he's just laid down at our feet. He's right here. <laughs> He, look, he had stuff to say about Brandon. That's exactly. That's true. Like, my turn. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. All right. So do you guys want to talk about Virginia and Eric yeah. next? Or uh, Virginia. self-described party girl and the pilot? Oh, party girl. Party girl mm-hmm. and Virginia. Okay. <laughs> Actually, we so, should start off with that. Uh, apparently, he has so, great hair. <laughs> yes. Out of all the guys on the show, I think his hair is... Bomb diggity, if anyone still use that word. Out of really? all of them. I, I still use that I word. Chris, but I don't like Chris. I can't give him that title. So, yeah. He doesn't deserve it. No, he doesn't. Like a person. He doesn't get it. No, that, that weird part thing he has in his hair. He messed it up. The hairline was fine. It was crisp. And then he went and did that weird thing. And, nah. Yeah. Was, trying too much. Trying. <laughs> they say yeah. now the young thing to do is do like a middle path rather than a side. But I don't know how he would look. Mm. Like the 1950s? We, we, right. we doing this? It doesn't look good on a lot of people. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get with the times. <laughs> I mean, I missed the one where you like do your eyebrows. That was my brother came through oh, with that one. I was no. like, I was like, we, we Nigerian. We're not Dominican. You can't do that. I already, like, I already like can hear my grandma just like, you did that intentionally? <laughs> You're like, oh, what happened? Did you hurt yourself there? Did a razor cut you there? Like, and then like, and then you're like, oh no, grandma, I did that intentionally. She's like, why? And you're like, oh, um, for a style, for a style. You cut oh. your, cut your, you cut your eyebrow for a style. If it doesn't come back, it's your fault. If it doesn't grow back in, it's your own fault. Oh yes, you better grow that in right now. <laughs> You're, You're like just, taking a makeup pencil and trying to fill it in. Like it's it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> oh, what are we talking about? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, good hair. So, good hair. So their big thing when they were talking to Pastor Cal was about their age difference and how that's showing some very different lifestyles that they have. Also comes up how uh Virginia will stay like crash at a guy friend's house on their couch if it's like really late and she like can't or isn't able to drive home um how do you guys first of all how do you guys feel about the idea of like her being married and then crashing at a guy friend's house after like i'm assuming just being out with her friends for the night what do you think about that who wants to go first rock paper scissors Oh, you guys. Whoever has please. the strongest feelings. You're I'll, the guest. I'll, oh, me or Mo? God. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that even the fact that as she said it, Pastor's eyes went from like this tiny to like, hmm, like real quick. Already said something that, okay, <laughs> that ain't normal. And I just feel like it's one of those things that's so inconsiderate. Like, if you think mm-hmm. about it the other way, what if he did that to you? 
what if he went out to party with friends and went to a girl's house and stayed on their couch the whole night and then comes back, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those mm-hmm. things that she's kind of being selfish, not thinking about the other person. Like, yeah, you mm-hmm. can say, you can argue, oh, I trust myself, and are you saying I won't do this? And are you saying that, um, you know, I can't have friends that are guys? And are you saying I can't just sleep in other people's houses? Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. when you flip it around, you know, I mean, this is your you know, they're married. This is your husband. Why would you ever even give him room to ever feel that way? You know, if you care about this person, then you will consider that, you know, it's not a matter of like, you don't trust me. It's just a matter of like, you know, like, okay, I respect my partner enough to make sure that this is not something they have to be worrying about me where I am every night. And like, where you know like driving their driving them crazy because yeah you might think you're fine but the other person doesn't know Mm -hmm. and right now you're in their life so their number one priority is making sure that you're okay and they don't know your friends the way that you know the way you do Mm -hmm. so don't give them that headache it's not fair Mm -hmm. but that's just me (laughs) it's almost like she's gonna drink her tea (laughs) (laughs) like the kermit meme yeah, what the like, yeah, or like Kermit the Frog with his Lipton tea. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. That is the best Lipton advertising you could have. <laughs> right? It's so good. Well, like yeah. it is, because like she's almost expecting that, okay, nothing changed. I'm still me. I can still do what I want. But something did change. You mm-hmm. went from being single to being married. Like there's some sort of change that has to go there. As you know, Eric put it, I'm not trying to control you. It's not something that I can't tell you not to do. But it's just like a little bit of consideration because now this other person is in your life. Mm-hmm. That's it. That goes with the sleeping on a couch, like text message, like asking, as she put it, asking for permission. It's not asking for permission. But it's like those little things to be like, hey, I recognize that you are in this with me, not... Like, it's no longer what I do only affects me. What I do affects us. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And, mm-hmm. like, what, what threw me off was, like, literally, like you said, that's why, I like, I'm starting to believe that thing of, um, and I mentioned it earlier, of, you know, there's, there's like, this her side of the story, his side of the story, and, like, the truth. Because, like, when I walk, because, again, I'm meeting these people for the first time, and she's like, oh, he's asking me for permission. And I'm like, what? How dare he? Like, who the hell does he think he is? You know, she don't need your permission to do nothing. And he's like, and he's like, oh, I didn't ask her. I didn't, like, say you needed my permission. I just thought it would be good if you had let me know. And I'm like, oh, dang, you know. You should have just let him know. He's not asking for permission. And then I even forget what the pastor says. And I'm like... Yeah, they're both kind of wrong. You know, like... <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things that it's yeah. like, you know, if you're not watching what happened in the past and you just hear these people talk about mm-hmm. it, you know, you're always like, oh, you know, he did that to you or she did that to yeah. you. But really, it was just mm-hmm. interpreted very differently, you know? That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like what's coming out, and we talked about this, I think, a little bit before we started recording, but that it feels a little bit like Eric is getting into a bit of a like parenting vibe yeah. sometimes or like saying because he's been, yeah, I think yeah. because they have such a big that. age difference, he feels like he kind of knows where her life trajectory is because right. she hasn't gotten to his age yet. Right. So he kind of talks about her partying is more of a phase that she'll grow out of and she is 
adamant that this is just like a thing that will always be true with her Mm -hmm. and and i think she's like very sensitive to the idea of being controlled and so that's a terrible mix of triggers right right there so like i think it's possible for them to work through it but they're both like i just feel like they're both approaching it in a really Mm -hmm. immature way where it's very like I don't know. We just saw this on the honeymoon too a lot, where it's just them having like drunken conversations about oh things. I'm like, so girl, like slow down exactly. enough to actually have a real talk and like you can do this. It's fine. We don't need to like be drunk to have a conversation. Like we can talk about the big things. Y'all are married now. Like you have to. <laughs> and, like it's so frustrating. I'm just, I'm tired of them. They're. <laughs> They've just been like behaving so badly. Like I know what's best. No, I know what's best. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like let's let's try something new here. Yeah. And like he and that's the thing. Like you know, like you said, like trying to communicate without necessarily like you know having, um, like you mentioned that she was drinking and then telling him how she really felt and stuff like that. So that means she couldn't open up to him. Early she just drank that? a lot. She, she, she just like, she just is always drinking. Always drinking. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. From yeah. what we see. From what and, we see. And then there's this one. Uh, I didn't mention it before when we were like talking about the honeymoon, but like there's this one like conversation they have at the hotel room, and the table is just full of empty bottles. <laughs> it was. It looked like a frat house or something. Yeah, I. So I weirdly agree with her a little bit with the whole um i guess my the problem i get what pastor cal was trying to say i get what he's trying to say like his thing of hey just text me that you're there we i've had similar conversations with ashley before like trigger a little similar to this where like if i'm going to hang out with my my buddies pre-pandemic um it's like so long ago now <laughs> i know back when that was nice back when i could do remember st- remember being around people <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was fun used to, used to go to restaurants and bars they were nice um but like i don't i don't i don't go there often but when i go there we are going we're going to be multiple bars we're we're, we're bar hopping we're going to different clubs like it is um we're going to just kind of see the town and like being more uh being more present and like sending a text and like hey i landed here safely like that is something that i initially was like like i understood why and i and i think it's important but part of me was like especially then we're very early it took me getting used to that and adjusting to that Part of that too was that like you would be like traveling to the place yeah. and then be with your friends where i think my thing was i just want to make sure that you got there okay right you know because it's a long trip and i it it was around detroit so i just want to make sure you were okay right <laughs> and then yeah. like you know i understood that like you were gonna be out for most of the night like i might get a good night text might not that's fine we'll check in in the morning like, I, should, do your should, thing. I should do i should i should have done a lot better um so i i like we grow we grow we grow but like i that i empathize with her on that part of it where i don't think she means it in a hurtful way i think she like we see how she gets down and she was probably drunk as f and like had no like sleeping knocked out right so 
I get how that happens. I also get his perspective of like, you're 26, 27, like just send me a text. Like, mm -hmm. um, so I get that too. I think she needs, if this is, she needs like a frat guy, you know, like if you're going to be doing this and like, there's like, I, we have friends that are big festival people who like to go to different festivals in different parts of the country. If you have a partner who isn't into that, they have to be okay with you going to different places and staying there. Mm -hmm. And if they're not, and he is, he isn't, and I don't blame him. Like he has every right to feel that way. This just, this isn't a relationship for you. Like it's either you're there with her or you're okay with her doing it and you not being there. And you're talking about us again. I'm talking about us a little bit there. Yeah. But like, he's not okay with that but he doesn't want to go either and i get it like i at this point in my life that sounds like she's like we drink tuesdays wednesdays i don't know how you do that i don't know how you have a functioning yeah like you can compromise like yeah i've seen relationships where like okay you know the girl likes to party and the guy is totally like not with it mm -hmm. but like literally the guy would sometimes and again not everyone can do this the guy will sometimes go to the party later on and just kind of hang out there sure. until the girl's ready to leave mm -hmm. yeah. and he'll just drive her home or the girl knows that she can call him to come pick her up exactly. and take her home from there i feel like mm -hmm. i mean grant you know both one they're independent well one wants like full independence and the other one wants like full like you know i gotta be involved in everything but there mm -hmm. is a middle ground there mm -hmm. that they could easily achieve if they're just ready yeah. to get to it. Right. Granted, I mean, compromise, not, you know, you're not going to be completely happy, but that's, you know, if you can meet there and make that work, you know, then you already remove something that's making, you know, that's bringing tension to the mm -hmm. relationship if you care about the relationship. You just have to really mm -hmm. focus on, all right, what is it that I wanted? Like, what was the priority? Oh, I wanted to be able to have my freedom. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's not talk about, like, step-by-step -step execution of every little thing you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. like think about what you actually want and then be able to focus on that not that he said yes to agreeing about every single way you're going to do everything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Exactly. and i think too that they both right now have the expectation that they're going to be able to change the other exactly. one yeah and <sighs> that's part of where the tension is coming from i think where it's like if you're if virginia is expecting him to like go out with her and her friends all the time and like be living la vida loca that apparently she is and like <laughs> wants to do that like she's going to be sorely disappointed because an hour in he's going to be over it he's going to be yeah. tired he's going to leave early mm -hmm. and it's going to be this whole thing and if he expects her to be like chilling at home with him yeah, all the time and like early. kind of being like more that domestic thing that's not going to be the situation so mm -hmm. like I think if they can start from that place of like, okay, I, I acknowledge you are like this. Mm -hmm. I don't plan on changing that, but how do we set up an arrangement where we are both having our needs met and understanding that some nights that Virginia wants to go out, she's going to stay in and have, you know, cook dinner with Eric and they're going to hang out at home. Mm -hmm. And sometimes instead of cooking dinner at home, they're going to go out to a restaurant and hit a few bars yeah. with her friends together. Ash, and like, that's okay. And like I'm, I can talk about this because this is like Agu and I because yeah. I'm much more of a homebody. Agu is super social, so like, he's like he likes to go to festivals and like go out with his groups of friends and stuff. And like I have my my groups too, but like that's not so much my scene. So there's been times mm -hmm. where like I'll go, and sometimes a lot of times where I'm just like, 
have fun. Mm -hmm. Like, if you need me, call me. And that's Mm -hmm. fine. Like, it would be worse for me to be there because I'd be, like, miserable. (laughs) And he'd feel guilty. And, like, that's happened before, too, where we learned, like, we can't do certain stuff together. Mm -hmm. And that kind of has to be okay if we want to make this work. So I I think it's just kind of meeting people where they are and not being, like, I'm going to make you exactly like me. Because that's also super boring. Yeah. 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 And, like, I think he has a little bit of, like, from what we've seen, she does it a lot. Like, and I don't want to be judgy, but once, twice a week, cool. When you're like four or five days a week, that's, that's, that's a lot to handle. I was going to say, like, isn't this happening during COVID? I saw her wearing masks. Where is she partying? They're in in Atlanta. Atlanta never closed. Atlanta living her best life. Okay. She's probably, I I won't say that, but. Yeah, I, I would just assume that she's just living her life. Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta be Atlanta ing. Like nobody. Yeah, snaps. I'm like, how are <laughs> people in this club? Okay, so y'all just you just don't care. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was what like questioned me. I'm like, oh, you know, where are you going to mm-hmm. do all this? Right. I, yeah, that was what got me there. Mm-hmm. Also, it's good that. It's good he doesn't drink. Like, he's a pilot. Please be sober. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I think that's what even makes him a good combo. Because, like, if she had someone that drank as much as she did, I don't feel anything would be done. You know, I feel like at the end of the day, you know, one is going to drink more than the other. And then the other one's going to, like, feel either complain about it or, like, try to ace them. You know, mm. so you sometimes you kind of need that healthy balance. You need yeah. someone that you have the party type and you have the, you know, inward type and you mm. need the party type to bring out the inward type and you need the inward mm. type to like cool down the party type. So yeah. as far as like that, their behavior, they can, they're definitely could make it work. Like, you, you know, it yeah. they could definitely like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Equalize, mm. equal, you know, mm-hmm. equalize each other out, you know, yeah. if they really do care about each other and just accept each other for who they is you know i forget how i forget how that's said but ashley you probably will know Mm. the saying better than me but like you have to if you're you have to be okay with where they are now and like that's if you're trying to be in a long-term relationship with this person like you have to be able like if ashley and I were this way for 10, 20 years, I would be completely happy. And oh, yeah, I know. You're and about. if we like, and we've changed, and like, uh, I was definitely in when we first started dating, I was 24, 25. I enjoyed going to the, the local uh, clubs and such. And and you brought me into that world too. Yeah. Like the first, yeah. We like, went to a lot of places. A lot, we, we did. We <laughs> did. Great. Like a lot of bar hopping. A lot of money. (laughs) But like I say that it's not like it's like dancing clubs. It's just like craft beer and stuff like that. Like I, I feel like sometimes. (laughs) 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 I've gone to clubs like that. That's funny too. But um, but like now we like we watch Great British Bake Off and like go to sleep by ten thirty. So like like you can like grow together and evolve. Ten thirty. I'm. What? No. I'm 94 and a good <laughs> Like 28 going on like 98. I don't understand what happened. Well, part of that is pandemic stuff too. Like normally mm-hmm. before a pandemic, it was like 
we're going to play volleyball and we're going to bar after that and we're yeah. going you know all, all these different activities yeah. and stuff but it's even just then like, like we'd be done by like hmm. 11 <laughs> yeah like we weren't out late because we work <laughs> 11 is acceptable 10 30 i don't know like, <laughs> you got 30 minutes man it means a lot <laughs> i don't know <laughs> there's a big like 9 and 10 are like in like that same like you know <laughs> oh you're like when you were 60s, 70s, like, oh, okay, I gotta go to bed on time, make sure my food digests and stuff like that. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, hey, like the worst part is... Midnight. Uh, me too, yeah. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're more than midnight. We've heard, like, you've sent texts to us before, like, I got one. I'm like, uh, I'm like, We wake sleeping. up at 6.30, like... <laughs> Like, I was asleep, like, three hours ago. Those, I don't know. Just squinting at the screen. Um, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I mean, my mom's the same way. Like, she's, like, I was that. I was a night owl, and then, like, we started dating, and then I'm like, oh, I, like, wake up early I've now. I've turned you into an old person. This is nice. Ashley <laughs> reined him in. Yeah. I'm not nursing a hangover early at work? This is, this is nice. This is good. <laughs> I showed you a whole new world. Productive. Oh, meal prep. Oh, yeah, on a schedule. Grocery yeah, days. Hello like... fresh if you are out there. Hello fresh. That's been nice yeah, too. Right. Sponsor. Um... You know, speaking Sponsor. of speaking of bedtimes, this is one of the things Oh my god. Speaking of bedtimes, this is one of the things that Ryan and Claire were talking about, which cracked yes. me up because it was exactly this. Because Ryan was like, I go to bed at like 1030 sharp. And Clara was like balking at that. She was like, I go to bed at like, what, one or something in the yeah. morning? And like, <laughs> maybe they can meet in the middle or something. He's like, I got to have the room like completely dark and she's like i gotta have it with the fan on and i fall asleep to the tv and i was like i am both of you simultaneously she literally <laughs> is. She, she like we is. got the like the room darkening curtains mm -hmm. like it's completely dark in there we got the white noise machine on like it's 10 30 we're like all right turning it in mm -hmm. and here we go <laughs> like i'm but used to falling like... asleep in airports on a bench like i could like <laughs> like it's such a different situation <laughs> Well, I had raging insomnia. Like, that's why I, I couldn't sleep. It was, like, gone. Meanwhile, Ashley's like, all right, close the window. I need this. Abu's already, like, in Tomorrowland. Like, like... A festival that again, I would like to go to at some well. point. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That is true, because, like, they had that conversation. What was it that eventually... Because... Uh, Clara had said that she needed the TV on. Was it the dog had to sleep with her? And then he was like, oh, okay, I'll compromise with the fan. There's some sort of, like, at first they Something were emerging, and then about. they came in the middle to be like, all right, yeah. I'll have the fan on. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they're doing a good job of, like, being open to negotiation, mm -hmm. which is a great start. Yeah. Um, what I'm curious about longer term is it seems like intimacy is a thing that's mm -hmm. still, like, kind of they're on different pages with where he wants to go slower and she's kind of ready which mm -hmm. i feel like we usually am i am i correct in saying we usually see it kind of switch yeah. between mm -hmm. the genders where it's usually like the girl who's not super ready and then the guy who like is but anyways I, what do you think yeah. about their approach to that like i don't I know I, I worry that like oh, sorry go ahead Oh, no, no. What, what are you worried about? I'm curious. I'm because 
I think we've seen this with couples before where if like one person's kind of love language is more that physical touch and like there's a whole range within there right like everything from just holding hands and then all the way to like actual sex and it sounds like they haven't crossed that yet but I it makes me worry that longer term she'll feel like maybe there's something wrong with Mm -hmm. her or the relationship if he doesn't Mm -hmm. feel ready yet and for him maybe he's just a little bit in his head because it sounds like like he's never said I love you to a partner before and yeah the big L word everyone's like lasagna like (laughs) (laughs) you know what I think you just solved their problem just be like whenever you want to use the L word just say lasagna I lasagna you you know is this like I lasagna you (laughs) ooh he lasagnas you breakthroughs for him and he like comes out of the patio screaming lasagna I miss lasagna we're describing a rom-com right now like (laughs) a really cheesy one (laughs) like it's raining oh yeah it's raining and he's like yelling from across I lasagna you which is like really yes and they like run to each other and there it's raining on them and they're holding each other like lasagna lasagna and they kiss lasagna, lasagna. And then the camera pans from the dinner. side. And then zooms in on the kids and zooms back out. And then Korean song is playing in the background as they oh, hold each other and brings their lips close to each other. But don't touch. That's so that you watch. You watch K dramas too. Okay. I, 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 oh, okay. I see you. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> they never so kiss. That was a journey. Angles. Oh. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> never kiss. <laughs> so lasagna yes yeah. so he's so he's never said lasagna you know mm-hmm. so i feel like he's very in his head mm-hmm. and we see we've seen this again in the past where people are like so worried about like what that word means and mm-hmm. it's like this whole whole thing where like one person will want to say it and then the other person isn't ready mm-hmm. and then it's all this stuff my thing has always been if look y'all just signed up for a marriage you are you know, hopefully thinking about this in the long term, let it happen when it happens. Like, wouldn't you rather it not be forced and have it be a genuine moment mm-hmm. that you share and it's not what you expected at all and it just kind of like comes up on you in like this really unexpected way and it's really wonderful? Or would you rather it be like, well, it's been 14 days, I think it's time. And, you know, like, it's, <laughs> yeah. what's the point of that? days, three mm-hmm. hours, <laughs> right. four minutes, and 24 seconds. Oh, five minutes. He's like, right. oh, <laughs> wanting to he feels that he may i mean even pastor kyle was like so you said you're like you're committed to her mm-hmm. so you see this long term and etc cetera, etc cetera. he's like crying it out of him and he's like mm-hmm. i just want you to know you know what you're saying i'm not putting these words mm-hmm. in your mouth and then like it's but he's like thinking through it's like oh like i don't know if i should if it's the right time i don't know yet like mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. just like going this like i don't know like circus in his head kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it seems like they've made this like emotional connection yeah, that sure. you know yeah i mean granted yeah it sucks on her end kind of waiting but she's also kind of being patient with him too mm-hmm. and he actually 
I'm hoping so, just met him, genuinely cares about her, mm-hmm. you know, and like mm-hmm. saying all these things that he does commit to her. And and I love the fact that she is an open individual. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that she's able, like you can see the opposite of both of them, where he's this kind of person that he's not very open with mm-hmm. that kind of emotion. You know, he's like reserved, keeping it in, you know, not sure to let it out yet, but you can tell he cares. Mm-hmm. And you have her who's just like open, you know, just yeah. like, opened about it and like could easily use lasagna anytime you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know he's taking his time with it and even though like he clearly lasagna's her For you sure. know she's like still like you know he's still like waiting yeah. for whatever right time that might not come so i feel like mm-hmm. it's a growth that he has to do as an individual True. you know mm-hmm. but he has to be careful not to lose her yeah. you know because Exactly. Try lasagna him now, but that doesn't sustain the relationship if he can't like reciprocate. Yeah. You know the exact yeah. same feeling. So, he, he, I love that we're continuing with this. Oh yes. <laughs> for all you that joined us later on, lasagna is L word for love. Just an update. <laughs> Again. If, you're still with us. <laughs> if you have any questions, please comment below and subscribe. <laughs> Make sure you send it directly to uh, Mabel about how yeah. wrong she was about Hispanic culture, please. Make sure you forward that. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, they they seem they seem like they're doing okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Besides that, um, I think they're my favorite. Who yeah. did I say was my favorite you before? Did I did. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, they're my favorite. I think I think they might make it. Yeah, and they seem just yeah. very quiet, reserved people. Yeah. That like mm. don't really want like you mentioned it don't feel mm-hmm. like they want their business on mm-hmm. camera right mm-hmm. like yeah, what you've noticed with them in the past so mm-hmm. you know yeah mm-hmm. I respect that you mm-hmm. know because then you can't you're not just looking for fame at that right. point you're looking for yeah. something right you're mm-hmm. very careful to like be perceived in a certain way on camera which mm-hmm. like I mean it could be good or bad right like either mm-hmm. one just be open whatever if the camera's on if the camera's off you're still the same way or be like all right i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like let myself like, kind of like be ridiculous on camera mm-hmm. like i'm like both yeah. as and, and as long as they're on the same page it's like all right do you both want to be reserved do you both not want to talk about it on camera mm-hmm. it sounds like he's the more of the person to be like i don't want my business out there and she's just cool with it mm-hmm. um and same with the hey like i'm not ready to take that step yet i'm not ready to say the l word yet and it's like lasagna it's lasagna <laughs> don't be afraid to say the word don't be afraid to lasagna. <laughs> let, let it free let it free plus yeah. like we've seen in other episodes they like their friend group i know i've said this 10 million times but their friend group looks like the exact same people mm-hmm. like they both go to like what was it the little wayne and Oh, Blink One Eighty One concert. They've both gone to Vegas, but like they are the same in a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I but I think you make a great point of like when we've seen this on the show in the past, everyone agrees to it in the beginning, and then by like week three, they're like, "Yo, what's taking so long? Like, I need, mm-hmm. I, I need to hear." Um, I I thought it was pretty funny when they were showing his house. Um, I was like, this is guy logic 101. He's like, I mean, I could still put my food on the broken shelf. It still, <laughs> it still holds up oh, the food. Yeah. As long as it's closed, I can't see it. I'm like, I, why I do you have the shelf? Just take the shelf out. <laughs> I, 
Like, I want to judge, but I had, like, no plates in my house for, like, the entire time. Because I didn't want to wash plates. So I was like, I'm just going to buy paper plates. And Ashley. Oh, my God. For real? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's funny. My mom came over and was like, there's no throw pillows anywhere. She just, like, she started buying some for me. Like, (laughs) but the house looks nice. Like, you know, I, I, like, it does, you know. My style is on point, you know. But, uh, not kidding. But it's just. But, I'm just gonna let you talk your way out of this one. I'm not even gonna. I help. never do. <laughs> I just dig deeper and deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I thought that was funny. Right. Okay. <laughs> Worst part is they're starting to do this with me at work already. Like I, I'm new, oh. and they're just like, "Oh, we're just gonna let him finish." I'm like, "Oh, crap. yeah." <laughs> just gonna see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I am hopeful though with Ryan and Clara and like I've been waiting for this and it's already been seven episodes they haven't talked about being in an interracial relationship mm-hmm. on camera and this could bring up a lot of great stuff wait who's and, in like, an interracial relationship? Ryan and Clara so Ryan, Ryan is black mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and like this is like they don't so, have yeah. a ton of yeah. interracial relationships on the show yeah. and so I just feel like that could be a great thing to get into and have I'm I'm sure they're talking about it in some way. They both talked about being in interracial relationships in the past, but like let's start this conversation. Like there's so much good stuff to uncover there. Yeah. And I'm and curious if they will. Cause I don't feel like they've talked about it with anybody because like even like Brianna and Vincent, like I think yeah. they maybe had like one comment like wedding but that was it. Like they haven't talked about it either. It was like literally bachata. He was like, yeah, they just talked around it. Something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. Where they were like, Brianna, you're gonna have to learn Spanish, and she's like, okay, that's <laughs> 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 fine. <Yeah>. I guess. <laughs> Especially yeah. since like they were the ones in the interview that's like, oh, I've dated though, like across the board. <laughs> yeah. Is that that's what they brought into the interview. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, like that I found yeah. that funny because I was like obviously you know they're gonna pair you with someone from a different okay. race like if all your questions are about so who have you dated outside your race it's like okay every race doesn't matter I was curious so what are you guys as, as far as how do you rank so each person what's your ranking for all the couples from like who you think will make it survive the best to like your least hmm. so about? starting with who Ooh. Um, your your top is probably Chris and Paige, right? Your number one. Oh, oh, oh yeah, like they're getting back together. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're solid. Totes. Oh yeah, they're gonna make it. <laughs> they're gonna make it. They're gonna raise that baby together. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, big happy family. So I'm. Uh, I have to just pick one. My favorite. I'll just say Brown and Vincent, and then um, Clara and Ryan. That's just so close. Like they're so close at my top. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Behind them, probably Virginia and Eric, and then Haley and Jacob, and then a lot of other couples that are not on the show. <laughs> and then Paige and Chris. So, like, they're like the rest up here, and then, like, Paige was like, Boop, <laughs> off camera, all the way down. <laughs> Future season couples, and I'm like, down here. Mm-hmm. Season 13, oh, whoever you are, yeah, you are before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People who didn't make it onto the show, you are still better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Ashley, what of you? Ooh, so I think 
uh yeah ryan and clara and brianna and vincent are like both at the top for me um i don't know i kind of like ryan and clara a little bit just a just a slight bit more but i like them all mm-hmm. um then no oh, i don't know i guess Haley and jacob and then brianna and, or no uh, virginia and eric and then Paige and chris but again, like all the couples in the world. <laughs> Every couple on the show and to come. Uh-huh. Yes. Literally everyone else. I, what have you for me, For Wow. Look at you sounding. Oh, sorry. Did you say Agu? Wow. Mm-hmm. I thought we were Nigerian. Yeah. I see how. I know. I'm like, I told you, I'm like joining the Americanization of your name. So, you know. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> Unless you want me to like, you know, I, I, you want me to like no, bring him the accent, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> they know. They know. Those who know. Yeah, who know. Um. So normally, ugh, ow, my voice cracked. Uh, normally, I have like normally. a couple. <laughs> uh, hello. There's a couple that I really like that I'm like, you guys are a couple goals. I don't have any this season. Like I just. Like, Brianna and Vincent, I think, are probably my favorite so far. Um, but even them, this has just been a weird, in terms of matching this season, um, no one's clicking. we got a ton more episodes, so maybe that that changes. But So them first, Ryan and Clara. Um, then I would do... No cheating. Eric and Virginia, I guess. Ooh, Jacob and Haley after them. Yeah, like they just they're they're very low on my list. And then yeah. um but then of course, like everyone else said, at the bottom would be uh, Chris and Paige. Mm-hmm. But in terms of favorite people Paige? <laughs> you started so like, confident with that. Yeah. And then you're just like, you like, hey. <laughs> we just went with that. Like, oh, yeah, I'm no, going to create a new page. You know what? Brianna. Brianna is my favorite person this season. Okay. Like, she she looks like a freaking Disney princess half of the time. She's got big old eyes. And she's cool and awesome. And I'm rooting for her. And yeah, that's that's all I got. What about you? Mm-hmm. Me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I don't know their names. So. Um, so for me, the first is definitely Chris and Paige. Um, after them, toxic. <laughs> so I, should, I should actually correct myself. My first is Chris, Paige, and the ex fiance. <laughs> and then after oh. them, <laughs> oh. everyone's getting shots. <laughs> so. So after them, I will say is the flight attendant and Ryan. Clara Mm -hmm. and Ryan are my second. And then after them is definitely um, Brianna and Vincent. And And after Brianna and Vincent is the other two are kind of placed very similar. Um, I guess I'll just put good hair and um, party person (laughs) before... Um, seven year single and bad hair IT guy right after. <laughs> so yeah, 80s guy. Sorry. So yeah, I'll put I'll put 80s guy and like 80s guy and seven year single lady right at the bottom because like, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. I think they've already made up their mind. So it's yeah. just a matter yeah. of time. But Chris That's apparently has not made up his mind and neither has Paige. 
and neither has oh. EX, so. <laughs> if he pulls this off, <laughs> if he pulls this off and they have a, their oh, no. little blended family thing going on, you know, if everyone's happy, I'm sorry, I can't even. It doesn't seem like anyone's <laughs> you can't, happy. You can't even like, <laughs> can't. Yeah. That's my, my guess. He's trash, he's trash. <laughs> you know. He's trash. Paige, I just can't believe how she's leaning her. around. It's like between back and forth and just like, oh, no, I do want to be with her. No, I don't. I want to be with you. No, 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 I don't. And it's like, mm -hmm. you can't have both, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. no. You really can't. No. You can't. I'm just trying. You can have it. Mm -hmm. You no. can try. Has everyone? Has anyone actually tried to prove that wrong? <laughs> like, I mean, there's a J Cole lyric that's like, that's what you're supposed to do with cake. Like he's like, everyone's like, you can't eat your cake and have it too. He's like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> Random <laughs> other hip hop line. Little Wayne has a bit, a great line that's real G's moving. Along silence like lasagna which no. i just i feel like bringing back lasagna so that uh on that great ending there thank you so much for listening um i i, I don't know how to close ashley please oh <laughs> help me we lasagna you all listeners yeah, um, we hope you lasagna yes. us back and uh by doing so hit uh, subscribe Lasagna. Subscribe. <laughs> also, please go join us on Instagram at Cup of Three Podcast. Yes. And um, we are both on YouTube and podcast apps, so you can see us or just hear us. And again, a very big thank you to Jocelyn for joining us today. And she jumped into Married at First Sight. She just watched this episode. Have you ever watched a show before? Oh, like you, this... you jumped in like a pro. This like... is my first. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I started with these people at the same time. Like they just met each other to get mm -hmm. married. I just met them halfway. So <laughs> holy get it. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. So we appreciate you joining us. Yeah. Seriously, come back anytime. This yeah. was very fun. Well, thank <laughs> you. Don't forget to put the applause uh, here. Somewhere. Oh yes, I'll do all the yes. Round of applause. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll we'll catch you next time. We'll be covering episode eight. Um, I don't know. We didn't really see a ton from the previews, but it looks like. Mostly it'll be Chris and Paige with the ex-fiance hanging out. That will be a thing. Episode mm -hmm. of Don't know why we're doing that, but it will be a thing. So anyways, see you guys next time. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.